you seen this boy? Speaking of boys, <laughs> yes. Simon Kingsley Holmes, welcome. Uh, hello. Man child, never meant to be. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That, no, that's not true. My brother was never meant to be. I uh, was planned. Uh, and there we go. It just goes to show folks have more accidents because they'll have a job and a house and a wife by the time you're <laughs> at a reasonable age. And, um, <laughs> the accidents always pull through. They've always got something to prove. I yeah. deserve to be here. Yeah. I was supposed to yeah. be here. And I've fastidiously proven that I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a film critic, for God's sake. Oh, man. Well, your, um, your favourite month is almost up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just seen my last. Uh, uh, film fest flick um which i should mention let the sunshine in which is uh, uh, the juliette binoche uh starring film by claire denis which i saw last night it's a uh, good little uh, film Roma um, it's a sort of romantic comedy drama about uh juliette binoche plays a woman called isabel whose uh, advancing years means she's getting increasingly frantic about uh finding love and companionship and seen a couple of Claire Denise films, I mean, she's an amazing filmmaker. This isn't one of her best, but considering some of the awful French farces I've had to see uh, this year, it's it's perfectly well worth your time. It's got a nice time in the cinema, 94 minutes. Do go and see it. It's showing, last showing is today at 11.15, so if you can get to Rialto to see that one, do go and check it out. Um, oh, I was going to very quickly do a, a, an egregious uh, plug for myself, uh, self-promotion. Yeah. Tomorrow night, Zanzibar comedy open mic free entry although we will pass the pint pot round afterwards um it's um first timers and experienced comedians all trying new stuff or refining bits and bobs come along it's going to be a good laugh and we'll just have a bit of a giggle a, a bit of a giggle we'll have a lot of giggles because it's a comedy well one would hope yeah 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 we, we try our best yeah. um, <laughs> and then on friday night is inch bar which is the proper big uh, well i say big um it's the uh, sort of uh, it's the big gig of the month um uh, and that will be on at 9 p.m. which is also free although again we will pass the pipe pot round because we're all desperate scrounging comedians but uh, yeah we got uh, Dan Brader, uh, Annie Hayes, and we also got one of our newer comedians, Garrett Gray, doing it for the first time. And I'll be there, uh, yes. and I'll be doing my bloody hilarious stuff because I've got to, I've got to go over all my stuff again before I go and do Hastings Fringe Festival in October. So, Hastings is a French festival. It does, How yeah. Does in the Stings, I know. I'm, I'm using the opportunity to go up to Auckland and do some gigs for the first time. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm going up there and doing my hour show. Are you going to the um, to the comedy store? Oh, not comedy store. What's the, the classic. Little, the classic. Um, I'm hoping to because uh, Scotty, who runs the thing has seen my stuff and likes it and said you know you can have a spot i'm like all right you know i'm going to capitalize on that mostly because i'm now new zealand comedy guild south island rep i have to meet all the rest of the guild board because none of them know me so uh yeah <laughs> um, i'll just get some gigs well the the, the the guys the the gap it shows you the gap between the north island and south island oh, yeah. comedy right? oh yeah they're all seem very nice people but uh also it's a benefit of having no one really know me. Go up talking for the first time. No one really knows me, and I've got three years worth of material, and I'm only doing five minute spots. So I can go up there and. It's funny because if you, you you know when a comedian's from the South Island, but if you're from the North Island, they never tell you where, you, where they're from because yeah. it doesn't matter. But ah, yeah. oh, it's a funny guy from down south. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, it's like so long as they proceed it with the words "funny," I don't care yeah. where they say yeah, I'm yeah. from. Uh, All yeah, right, anyway. movies. Yes. Sorry. So, uh, no, wasn't your fault, was mine. which one were we going to do? We're going to do American Made first. So, uh, American Made, which is the new Tom Cruise movie, based on a true story, starts in 1978. Uh, tells the story of Barry Seal, a domestic airlines pilot who's doing a wee bit of uh, naughty cigar smuggling on the side before he gets pinged by a CIA operative named Schaefer, played by Donald Gleason. Schaefer decides that Barry could be smuggling bigger things for his queen and country, uh, like guns into Central America to help fight the communist insurgents. And before you know it, Barry is 
is also smuggling drugs for the Colombian cartels when the CIA won't pay him enough. He says, well, look, if I've got to give up my job to do this, you know, I need a bit more money. They go, mm, nah. And so he goes, right, uh, under their noses, uh, or so he thinks, uh, he starts talking to Pablo Escobar and his um, ilk. Uh, mm-hmm. So what follows is his rise and fall through the 80s, jumping back and forth, he tries to juggle crime, home, the US government, and the ever-increasing mountains of cash that he's earning. Um, so, yes, uh, a new Tom Cruise film. Now, if you remember a couple of months ago, we had another Tom Cruise film out, which I did not care for, uh, called The Mummy. And yes. it seems that a lot of people didn't care for that one. Terrible film. Yes, it was rubbish. And also, crucially, Tom Cruise was rubbish in it. And I like Tom Cruise, and it's, so it's nice to watch this and see Tom Cruise doing what Tom Cruise actually does really well, but he just needs reminding of every now and again, which is playing a sleazebag. He's yeah. very good at playing a, <laughs> a sleazy, smiling, grinning devil. Um, I mean, you think back to things like Magnolia, where he played the sex guru, or um, Collateral, where he played a hitman, or even as far back as Risky Business. I mean, essentially in that, he is playing a pimp. Um, mm. And... Um, oh, Les Grossman from uh, Tropic Thunder, which I was watching a clip of last night when I was writing all these notes. And uh, yeah, that is, I, I hate Ben Stiller, but I do like Tropic Thunder. Um, so this is, this is also reteams him with Doug Lyman, who directed him in Edge of Tomorrow, um, which is which didn't make a lot of money at the box office, like weirdly, that. but was a huge yeah. People who've seen it absolutely love it. I and thought it's, it was a great. real cult favourite. Mm. Um, as well as culty as a uh, big Hollywood, <laughs> fran- uh, big Hollywood franchise movie can be, and as Tom can be too. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and this is uh, so. This is this is an interesting one. It's it's sort of it's. It's two hours of sort of uh, coked up movie making, and it's a rise and fall. It's a good film. It's it's no more than good, but it is good. It's well worth your time. I mean, it's again, it's another one of these ones that's losing money at the box office. Although let's face it, Tom Cruise has shot himself on the foot this year. Um, but it's well put together. It's Doug Lyman because Doug Lyman's an interesting one. He's one of those directors, kind of like Bennett Miller or Steven Soderbergh, who doesn't really have much of a directorial stamp because he's more about story first, and then the filmmaking will fit itself around, you know, content first, then form. Um, and here he's obviously going the full Martin Scorsese. I mean, there's a lot of like it's voiceover, it's big, it's brash, it's you know crash zooms and mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, crash zooms and and uh, uh, freeze frames and unreliable narrators and all this sort of thing. Um, there's also, I would say, a distinct element of Oliver Stone in there, particularly because you know 1980s South American politics. You're looking a bit at Salvador, um, and also the multiple camera formats. I mean, he's jumping between you know uh, digital and video and Super 8 film and 16 mil film which is something Oliver Stone used to do a lot more in the 90s. He still does it a little bit better. Um, anyway, that's by the by. Um, and this is all shot... Actually, interestingly, this is all shot... DOP is a guy called uh, Cesar Chalone, Chalone uh, who shot City of God back in the day for Ferrand, oh. Fernando Morales. So, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's kind of got that aesthetic, you know, that sort of um, uh, insane aesthetic. Um, and, yes, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. It's, it's an... Um, uh, considering I was absolutely, it was at the end of a day, and I was just absolutely cream crackered when I went to watch it. I sat through it perfectly happily. Um, there's a nice supporting cast of Don- Donald Gleeson, Sarah Wright, who plays his- Sarah Wright, who plays his wife, who the whole way through I thought was Alice Eve. So there we go. Um, mm. But she's she's perfectly good in the role. And actually, it's a bit more of a normally that wife role in these stories just gets absolutely sidelined. I think she gets a little bit more. It's not perfect, but she gets she gets more to do. Uh, Caleb Landry Jones is this sort of uh, irritating 
celebrating hick brother of the wife and jesse plemons who's uh i think he's in fargo and he was in things like the master playing a local sheriff who has no clue what's going on in his own town as uh, tom's doing this huge international operation um and yeah it's good i mean it, it's um I enjoyed it. There's no substance to it whatsoever, apart from all the white powder that's floating about. Um, but it's entertaining fluff, and it's the kind of, um, you know, it, uh, it's 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 kind of weirdly throwback, in not in the sense that it's uh, set in the 80s, but more in the sense that it's the kind of thing that the new intelligent Hollywood was doing about 10 years ago, but not very well. Um, this is, yeah, this is the, the higher end of that sort of thing. So it's, yeah, go and see it. Go and see it. All right. Yeah. And, go, yeah, Tom Cruise... Is is very good. He reminds us. He reminds us once again that he can be good when he puts his mind to it. I didn't realise he'd never won an Academy Award. He's, he's no, only that's been true. Up for he's nominated three. a couple of times. Yeah, he's only been up for three. He should have won for Born on the Fourth of July, I think, because that's one. He's a that is a very very fine performance as Ron Kovic. My um, partner's auntie was the casting director for that film. <laughs> wow, bloody hell! This, well, tell her well done. Good. <laughs> That was because that's that's one of my. Fa- I'm a big Oliver Stone fan. That's one of my favourite Oliver Stone films. I think that's an un- it's becoming an unfairly maligned film. Is born on the fourth of July. That's a really really smart, excellent piece of filmmaking. It's my birthday. Is it? Yeah. Ah, so you are Tom Cruise in many ways. Is that what you told her? Yeah, is that why you're? Is that why you're you're partnered with the casting agent for Born on the Fourth of July? That's how we met at a Fourth of July party. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. I'm not sure if that's romantic or sad. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so moving on. Um, so we've got uh, we've got Al Gore. Al Gore. An inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power. I did love the truth. Yes. What? I, the, well, the inconvenient truth. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I thought that was that could have been a reference to a million one movies, but of course, yes. In context of this, obviously, an inconvenient truth, which I didn't see uh, back in two thousand and six, because when it comes to this sort of thing, if I could avoid watching a film about how the world's going to end in reality, then uh, yeah, I um, you know I would. Uh, Al, so Al Gore continues his PowerPoint presentation on global warming and its exponentially rising threat to the safety of the planet in the eleven years since uh, an inconvenient truth, and he does a lot of globe trotting around the place meeting people and and whatnot and Mm -hmm. there is see the thing is so cards on the table uh if uh, you know obviously i global warming it's a hot it's a hot button topic and to say the least and uh i'm i'm someone who doesn't understand a lot of uh global warming um i it's kind of global warming for me is like north korea i tend to bury my head in the sand because it just terrifies me but at the same time you know people who don't agree with uh you think that it's not happening are morons i mean how many scientists how many facts how many you know how many times of looking out of the window do you have to have to think it's not happening every you know? time i look out i see kim trails man yeah <laughs> Um, so, um, and it's, where this, so this film does have a lot of information, like taught me a lot of stuff that I didn't know about global warming, about how the rise in temperatures, the melting of the ice caps and the rise in temperatures is both simultaneously anticipating huge flooding and uh, huge droughts. And you, you say, well, how the hell does that supposed to work? But watch the documentary, it explains it very well and very interestingly. And the science is interesting if terrifying um and you know it did think oh well you know i yeah i should think i should think a lot more about that sort of stuff and what i also like about it is that um it ends on a note of positivity i get kind of frustrated when um 
you know things end on a you know every conversation you have about you know things that are changing and all these big polit- topical topics are discussed and people go you know one positive thing happens and then someone goes oh well yeah but that's not good enough and everything's going to and I, I so I like this film ends on a positive note look look things are going could be going potentially badly wrong but if we keep fighting it could go right um unfortunately the problem is Al Gore is in it and he's really really tedious and annoying and the problem is it's such he's not a filmmaker he is a politician now he hasn't made this film obviously it's directed by uh the two people bonnie cohen and jen shank john shank sorry um and but his fingerprints are all over it obviously he's presenting it it's his powerpoint presentation that he's been you know he's been very focused on this as he keeps telling us for the last 30 years and it's just like it's such a politician's film it keeps you know, if you are a climate change denier, you go. If you went to saw this film, it wouldn't convince you anything otherwise, because you just think it was propaganda. And I completely see that. As someone who agrees with everything he's saying, there's all these fluff bits. You know, that's all about. You know, it's so much focused on him. You know, and it's like, mate. I don't care about your dog. I don't care about your daughter's letter. I don't care about you <laughs> saying hello to the help in the morning because I just am not interested. Get that out of the way. Tell me about global warming and how it's going to kill us all if we don't do anything about it because that's the hot button topic. I don't want. I'm not interested in Al Gore getting all you know talking about himself. There is one bit in it that is just the worst. It's just the pit at the vi- at the <laughs> big summit they had in Paris uh, in 2015 and eventually you know there's all these negotiations with India in which he was very involved with getting India to um, to agree to uh, the, uh, the the renewable energy stuff because and the Indian Prime Minister was like well we can't do this because you've been telling us Western's been telling us ages about fossil fuels now all of a sudden you're turning around and we can't afford this and blah 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 and they sorted out a deal and then India goes yeah alright great we're in and there's this big huge applause way fantastic you know we're gonna save the world it's all coming together and then it cuts to a shot all these people applauding then it cuts to this shot of Al Gore just walking away from the camera just walking away in the corner and you just think why don't you just put the magnificent seven theme tune over it <laughs> bum, 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 bum. my work here is done you know it was that sort of thing it was like oh god get just uh, just get away from me you know push him <laughs> off a cliff for God's sake yeah, it's so it would be a really it's a frustrating watch it would be a very good interesting really well made thing but unfortunately he keeps scuppering it by putting all this fluff and all this crap in there that you can't that's just that's about him and you go right I understand that this is very personal to you this is very passionate but shut up about yourself and tell us about the thing he just can't get past this personality politics thing which I think is a huge huge crutch in the film so I I mean I would like to say go and see it because it's a documentary and I love documentaries um, but it's just it's 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 just hamstrung by him it's a big problem so um, it's yeah it's and and there's this sort of rather uh, here's here's the thing right as someone who is left-wing decidedly left-wing considering I used to be quite right-wing um, oh really yeah oh yes Where oh yes I have a past I have baggage but um, <laughs> as, but there is there is one thing that has long annoyed me about left-wingers is that we are the most sanctimonious bunch of irritating tits when it comes to this sort of stuff and there is a very distinct sense of I told you so throughout this like nose in the air kind of well done me self-congratulatory patting on the back and it's like mate if you want to do this, if you want to convince people the other of of how this thing's kind of working, don't do that. 
you know, share the knowledge. Don't just stand in an ivory tower and go, I am just brilliant, aren't I? Look, I mean, where's my crystal ball? I haven't got it on me. Don't even need it nowadays. Look, no hands. So that's that's my problem with it. That's my problem with it. I agree with the politics. I agree with the science. It was, ve you know, when it got down to the science, it was interesting and it was informative. The problem is Al Gore. Get him out of the movie and just make a movie about global warming. So that's, you know, unfortunately, therefore, it's not a very good film. C'est vie. So film of the week this week, even though I reviewed it last week uh, on Thursday, is The Beguiled, which was the fantastic Sofia Coppola film. Oh. Um, so yeah, sorry, you sound disappointed because I've I've tarted myself out to oh, two no. other people. No, 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 um, no, I'm not worried about that. Two other people now. Oh yeah, it was it was um oh, God, oh this is awful. I can't remember their names. I only oh, met them very oh, could you Thursday night. Oh, because you couldn't do Friday. Y yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, what? I'm sorry, guys. If That's you're listening, fun. I'm really sorry. I can't remember. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah. The Beguiled, which is fantastic. You should definitely go and see. As I say, I, as I said. Oh then, no, I was just disappointed about the inconvenient sequel. I just want people to go and see it just for the science. Yes, I so agree. So go and I, see it. I. <sighs> Go and see it to, to, to maybe learn something. No, no, no. I don't think you will. Because as I said, I think people who agree with it are just going to agree with it anyway. And anyone who doesn't agree with it isn't going to agree with it. Because it keeps hamstring itself. But it might, it might put a firecracker under those people's it asses could possibly. That, do, I suppose, that do. I suppose if you're in doubt, go and see it. Yeah, or there could be those bunch that, that know about it, they sit back and just like, oh, it's happening. But this might be like, oh, shit, actually, I've got to do something. I know it's happening, and maybe I need to play yeah, my part yeah, I, yeah, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right, but... That's an important film, I feel. That, I mean, oh, yeah, I, Truth was very important. I th uh, no, I think it's an important issue. It's not an important film. All right. Yeah, All right. I think that's the problem. The, the problem is the film keeps scuppering its own issue. All right, so don't yeah. go see an inconvenient <laughs> Do go and see The Beguiled. Do go and see a American made. American made. Well, I mean, yeah. that just sounds like climate change again. American made. Uh, <laughs> oh, topical, topical. Oh, hey, yeah, do you yeah. want to do Zanzibar tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much for that. All right, no, I, I've cheers. got a comedy platform every single day, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs>